Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we believe that natively, inherently, intrinsically within us all, there is a consciousness that is growing, that is becoming more aware. And as we become more and more aware, so do we also become more and more awakened. Now, this awakening can spurn from an attention. It can be birthed from an experience. It can be seen from a realization. Or often it can be unveiled by a conversation. Recently, I had a conversation with Cheyenne, who is a lovely individual, a dear friend of mine. I was first introduced to her by her magnificent artwork. She is a photographer with a supreme and sublime eye for detail. Her art captures the soul essence of that which she witnesses. So while the beauty is so inspired by clarity, contrast, sharpness, warmth, what really stood out to me was her skill, her mastery at honoring the soul that she views through the lens of her third eye and from her camera. Cheyenne is part Cherokee and we share that lineage as I am also part Cherokee. So I wanted to start off these interviews with a native soul sister. And within this interview, you're going to hear about Cheyenne's background, about her practices that help bring presence within her life, about some highs and lows of her journey through this life, about what certain words mean to her, and how she showcases and shares her wonderful spirit of love with us all. She teaches us how to tap into our own lineages. So if you're interested in your history, if you're interested in the qualities that make you you, and if you'd like some insight from a native, empowered being, please do listen to this conversation. She has so much wisdom that she shares in a relatable way, in an understandable way. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for listening. And welcome, Cheyenne, to the podcast. I unconditionally love this individual and am so blessed to have been here to listen to her sharing her gifts. Thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you for all that you are and all that you do. We love you. I want to get your opinion about how do you connect to your lineage? What mm -hmm. is your lineage? And yeah. what does it mean to you, really? Mm, yeah, and that's a such an interesting question. I love that question. Thank you for asking, because it's like I feel like that's something that's always unraveling and like blossoming for me, you know, mm -hmm. as I like continue on my path. Because like yeah. I didn't know about that like connection in my lineage until I was like seventeen, wow. and like I've always felt so different. And like you know, my mom, she has a different dad than like her siblings, and like that's mm -hmm. always felt different. And then. Yeah. But there's always been, like, this otherness even with my mom. So it's, like, like it's it was really cool, like, coming into that and feeling that. And uh, I guess, like, being Native to me would just be, like, community. Because, like, it's ah. only, it's, like, through being seen in community that's, like, 
helped me go back to the path of like reclaiming like who I am and like I feel like most of the things that are connected to like my native heritage heritage are like soul things about me that I've been doing since I was little that like I might have lost through the conditioning of the way I was raised you know in America and so like it's been so beautiful to like have community see me as that and I'm like oh so like it's okay no matter what my complexion is or like my percentage or like if I have that paper you know Mm -hmm. of like DNA it's like no like I have my grandma I have the residents and the conversations there and like it's been beautiful to have like you know a sister or brother like see me and like be like no like you are an indigenous woman so i would say like community would be like the like main part of being native to me like that i've seen wow you know as well as spirit you know which is a part of community you know yeah (laughs) two questions for you Mm -hmm. one what was it like to connect to that at 17 because that sounds like a part of a deep part of yourself you're connecting to what is it like to come back to that part of yourself you're connecting to Mm -hmm. and two what does the spirit mean to you? I know Ooh. I'm just throwing these questions at you, but no, I love we it. want to get like, to know you. They're <laughs> intertangled too. And it's like, oh, okay. So like, I feel like it was so, definitely so jarring at 17 to like have all of these realizations because I just felt like I was living a false identity for so long, oh. but was so confused on why. And I, I felt like everything I was taught in school and like school was my only place for a while. I felt like for like this education on like, you know, things that weren't in my house. Because, like, the way that I grew up, it was just, like... I don't know, like, I was really immersed in my mom's culture. And there was a lot of music and stuff there. But it was just, like... You know, she doesn't really know anything about her father. And, like, she's Spanish. And, like, it's just, like, not a lot there. And there's yeah. no way for her to really find out about it. And, like, she's not interested in it. Uh. And so, like, I don't know, like... For me, I feel like I was always reaching for something. And I didn't know what I was reaching for. And, like, I grew up without religion. And, like, learned about it. And, like, loved all of it. And it's just, like didn't resonate with anything in particular and like you know like as I learned more about like Native Americans and like the true history of America as I got older I was just like I don't just had this fire inside of me and this like deep resonance and but it was also like a deep contradiction because I look in the mirror and it's like you know like that's not the Native people that I'm shown you know and like that's also a thing that's like interesting to me because it's like like what is that now like we are such a melting pot in America but like you know when people from different cultures it doesn't mean that you're like less you know, able to, if you're, like, three different cultures or, like, three different heritages, it doesn't mean yeah. that you have to pick one, right? So it's, like, I don't know, it's been really interesting walking through that because it's, like, I feel like I just opened up to this whole new existence, and that's what brings me to, like, spirit. Is like, I've always felt connected to something different that made me different than other people, but, like, yeah, always connect. I feel like throughout my life I've always found other people like me, too, little weirdos, and it's, like, yeah. I feel like there's even some people in my family now that are, like, what is Cheyenne up to? Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's, like, that's my native spirit and like it's like the fact that like I talk to plants and I like love animals and I love children and I like see deep like knowledge and wisdom and just love in that and I'm almost childish in the way that I fall in love with people and like that's spirit like all of those actions are spirit I feel like that's how I walk in this world and, like, as close to spirit as possible and like I've always been doing that in some weird way but like I, I didn't name it until I started like seeing my connection in my blood to something that was tied to a culture Wow! because I always just saw myself as white and like what even is that nobody nobody seems to be able to answer what that is and it just lack of it seems to be lack of you know love or culture and it's like I was just like no I feel all these things intensely I don't like I don't resonate with that yeah and so finding that I was like oh this makes so much sense like why all these things all these places I haven't 
felt understood in. Like, I didn't have friends, really close friends growing up. And it was, like, because I was disconnected from an entire part of myself. Wow. Also leading into the land, how do you feel as though we can help heal it? Mm. Do you feel as though it needs healing from us? Mm. And what are your take on both of those? You know, for me, like, what I'm always trying to do is, like, I really love the whole, this whole, like, waste-free, like, notion and, like, you know, upcycling and, like, that's always been something that's been, like, a strong interest to me, but, like, the more that I understand, like, almost all indigenous practices is, like, everything's kind of working together in nature organically and, like, I just, like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough for me when I, like, think about all those things, you know, and I'm, like, that's where I could be, you know, and, like, I feel like that stops me from making the actual little choices, so... I'm just always trying to be like, okay, in this moment right now, how can I best, like, take care of myself and take care of everything around me? Wow. You know, I feel like it's just, like, a good notion to live by in general, but, like, you know, like, the, I'm, like, so eager right now in this, like, phase of and season of my life to just, like, dive into knowledge about how, how, like, nature is here for us. I, like, believe in, like, the plant-based diet, and I just really think that, like, everything that we need is here, and, like, yeah, I don't know, like, I just, like, really less consumption I feel like is my main thing too like minimalism yeah yeah speaking of minimalism you live in your van yes I do do yeah your your house is no longer too nomad that's Uh, what is that experience it's like it's so beautiful uh I feel like so liberated too I've never lived in my own energy before like completely by myself like ever even in the dorms I was like I had a roommate that was an interesting experience you know just like being in each other's energy so much and like since then I've just had like lots of roommates and like yeah oh, it's been so powerful you know like rising every day in my own energy and like I can't put my feelings to blame on anyone and I shouldn't anyways but it's like so easy when you have disturbances around your house and like you can hear someone next door and like but it's like it really makes me look at myself way deeper and like see like what practices work for me like how is my energy on the day-to-day like how do I wake up and like what makes me what makes me feel at home especially being in the car it's like such a vulnerable spot wow but I've gotten it to feel so safe and comfortable and it's like yeah and I thought it was gonna be such a harder transition but like after I actually got the van like comfortable like it was like nothing wow yeah (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like a natural transition, a natural movement for yeah. you to make. You mentioned practices. Yeah. What sort of this, a part of this podcast is called Native Awakening. Mm-hmm. So something that I'm, you're not in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. What new practices have you moved to that have awakened any parts of you? Have any Oof. parts of yourself awakened recently? Are you nourishing parts that have already awakened? Yes, what, yes, new, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the whole thing that really, like, catapulted me into van life was that, like, oh. I had all these practices and, like, I just felt like my practices weren't working in the spaces I was in with the people I was around, like, disrupting them and, like, I couldn't just be in, in flow. And so my practices have all, like, like gotten in tune with van life. Like, that's my whole oh. thing. And so, like, so. my first one, I feel like, would be drumming in the mornings like when I wake up it's not like it hasn't been an everyday thing but I feel like I'm building up for it to be and like I've been called to the drums like my whole life but just have never had like you know like the opportunity to be loud like that and like Uh, something I'm really trying to do right now is like take up space you know more and like it's such a beautiful practice for me to like be in my own energy make a lot of noise in the morning and then it's like I haven't realized like how like how therapeutic it is like and like also I feel so connected to nature and like 
it's been like a way for me to like reclaim like my connection to like n- my native her- heritage too because like I'll put like songs that are in relation to that on and like wow. follow it and I feel like it's helping me learn drums and like oh it's just such a it like starts my day off so powerfully because I'm just like I'm just in tune with myself in the world I'm like yo I'm just play yeah. and it's just play you know yeah I think it's really crucial to like start your day in, in like a beautiful practice like that it's, it's playful and easeful yeah that sounds like it, especially mm-hmm. drumming. Yeah. It, it's an isochronic sort of training frequency. So yeah. when we move into that space, we go into a trance. We really exactly, become more yeah. permeable to playfulness as you're speaking of and bringing more spirit into it. So mm-hmm. starting your day off and like almost programming your body in a beautiful way, not only in a mechanicistic way, mm-hmm. but in an open and playful way to get yeah. spirit is really, really powerful. You must be able to carry that with you through your day exactly because it's like I feel like I'm tuning my vibration at the at the oh. beginning of the day and then another practice practice that I like follow that up with is like breath play Ooh. you know and that's breath like, play yeah it's what like is breath work breath? Okay. you know breath play and like yeah. you know it changes for me every day depending like sometimes I do like a sonic breath work where I'm just like releasing audible sounds and like doing holds and then other times I you know would just do like really long breaths so I'm like breathing for as long as I like in and out for as long as I can just like really oh. grounding myself and I like to do that after drumming because sometimes I'll be like a little bit too like yeah, yeah. Yo, like <laughs> yeah. what's good and like at 6 or 7 a.m. like you know as much as people do like you to be up like some people get a little like upset if you're like that pumped about life and like you yeah, look a little crazy too yeah. yeah and like I like I can get spacey real fast when I'm like at that like which is fun but not always <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's been so beautiful to like ground back into my body too and like wow you know, like, breath, breath play has been, like, a really powerful thing throughout my whole life to just, like, not repress, like, painful moments and, like, to just really be with myself through a lot of things, especially when I'm in solitude and, like, uh, I really feel like I need someone else. Like, I feel like the breath is everything, you know? Like, anytime I've ever been dependent on something, like, I feel like it's just because I actually needed the breath. Wow. Yeah, that's, like, the most powerful thing I've, like, learned, I feel like, in life. <laughs> same, same. As mm. you know, I do a ton of breath med- works type of meditation, Ooh, so yeah. I totally resonate with what you're saying. The breath really is everything, mm. and I love that you call it breath play. I'm going to start adopting that because that's right? brilliant. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It makes breath play more fun than breath yeah. work because I always think about it as breath work. It's, like, another compliment that I add to my routine exactly yeah but thinking of this breath play is like a reward for you know it, yeah. it changes the feel of it a lot. well and I like I have to give credit to my healer like a healer uh-huh. a healer's lineage is her like tag on Instagram and like oh, a she, healer's lineage on yeah, Instagram yeah and okay. she's just a magical being and like gate blessed me with that like breath play and wow. like just has gotten me to take my whole healing journey like a little bit less seriously and like oh. it's just like enabled me to be more transparent and like to have actually true deep healing through all aspects of my life like yeah. I can't say enough good things like about her like I'm sure like we'll put I can always trickle show. her in yeah what's yeah. your name uh, Samara. Samara and she. Samara, or Samara. I feel like I always pronounce it wrong. Please call me out. Like <laughs> it's always so hard with spelling. Uh-huh. Um, a healer's lineage is her like tag on Instagram. Okay. She, we'll put them her and her partner have a business called House of Umi Wellness, and okay. they're a blessing to this world. Like just uh-huh. two melanated queens who are healing, you wow. know, their community and like teaching their community how to heal more, and it's just like. Ugh, 
wow. so beautiful and it's like I feel like they really just hit every subject and like break down a lot of like the conditioning that I have to like make me more expressive and more radiant and like yeah I just can't say enough good things about that you wow know? little shout out there well I'm gonna have to check out thank you yeah definitely you're sharing, welcome to everyone <laughs> sharing your tools of how you know you got to be this place is so yeah communities okay. everything like yeah. you gotta like there's people that have knowledge out there that are beautiful amazing beings who are there to help you and like you just have to show up for yourself you know yeah and they'll they'll meet you where you are and like Oh, there's just like so much hope for anyone to be healed like there's amazing wow. beings out there and that's like wow. I think that there's one thing I ever want people to get from me it's like open yourself up because everyone in front of you has a tool for you that could help you be your best self wow mm-hmm. and awaken you know yeah <laughs> that's thank you for that yeah wow. <laughs> that's so true friends can even unpleasant acquaintances can they can all Mm -hmm. teach us something so being open to seeing like hey they have a tool for you somehow this whole last year and a half has been like really harmonious but like in a really like not so pleasant way to be honest like yeah a lot of forced solitude like i had like this amazing community out in philly and things were Mm -hmm. blooming and then it just things just started to like kind of fall apart like one after another i feel like i got a little just too ahead of myself and like Mm -hmm wasn't using discernment um there's a lot of spiritual warfare sadly out there in the world and like discernment is really important and like i had a a situation where like there was just not communication and lots of assumptions and like a situation escalated to where somebody had broken into my house and like was threatening me and my roommates and like stole my camera and so i just had like that was i was freelance photo and like doing all that i was like fully in community like and like your lifeline almost mm-hmm. and oh. like it took me a lot just to get the all that stuff and it wasn't really ever like a full piece of anything it was just like all the pieces for it but I was in a spot at the moment where it was like I couldn't use any of my stuff but it it wasn't even about the stuff anymore though it mm-hmm. was like this like safety like my community to me at that moment my community was like completely ruined for me because it's like how how do you make somebody accountable like that and it's like it's just like I feel like I was like kind of more like Silenced. It was just like an uncomfortable topic, but like, like I feel like, like how do yeah. you, how do you like hold accountability for that? Like it's like that's something I'm like really delving into lately. Is like how do you, like get justice for situation without like completely like ridiculing? Like I love this person who did this to me, and it's like, wow. I don't know if it's ever gonna be a situation that's resolved, but it's just like it's still confusing in it. But I also felt so harmonious because like everything about it felt so divine, even while it was happening, even as I was like quote-unquote in my head like running away from something but it was like I felt like a huge call from spirit to like come back to Oregon and like really you know just felt like my family was here and like it's funny because I moved back and like I haven't really spent that much time with them oh but I felt like so at home here and like clearly something was calling me here and I found so much beautiful community that that is like you know like as much as I found beautiful community in Philly it was like a lot more like diverse and I wasn't feeling so grounded I feel like I was just like hopping in other people's bubbles and I wasn't I didn't oh. have my practices I didn't have my path that I was like forging you know I didn't have clarity I was just like how can I help everyone here and like just like be a part of this beautiful like Philly artist community but like I wasn't from there so it felt it always felt like I was stepping into somebody oh. else's thing yeah so as much as that wasn't like a beautiful situation like Philly taught me like how to like appreciate myself and see myself and like see others but then, like, I feel like I'm, like, bringing back that piece of community here because, like, that isn't wow. my community, you know? Yeah. And it was very apparent when I had those things stolen that, like, as much as those people love me and I'm, like, it wasn't up to anybody to do anything. I think all my 
you know, people connected to me, they held space and, like, supported me in the best ways. And, like, I don't even mean it that way, but at that time, like, energetically, it was like, this is yeah. not my, this is not my home. This is not my community. Like, I don't want to disrupt things here anymore. And it's like, since I've been back in Oregon, it's been, like, such a deep solitude and been really painful, but it's like, my discernment is 100% on. Like, I really trust myself. Like, I see how many people love me despite, like, this weird situation. Nobody, no one even really cares or knows about it. So it's like, yeah. that whole situation, which I thought was like, wow, like, everyone's going to think, like, this is tied to something dramatic or something weird, even though I was confused on what was even happening. still am. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those jarring experiences where I'm like, what is happening right now? But, like... Yeah. And then everything seems to make sense now because I'm, like, just have so much more clarity. Like, I feel so safe, which is, like, the most important thing. Wow. And I have, like, I don't know, just so many people here I love so deeply. And I did in Philly, too, so I'm not trying to say I didn't, but it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm held in a different way here where I can do real healing and real, like, work and, like, root myself to do, like, the bigger important work that I want to do, which is just, like, healing myself in the world and, like, you know. Wow. Living as lightly and lo- lovingly as possible, I guess. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. Seeing that, it, that sounds like a tough struggle. Getting, I had a bike stolen from me once, mm. and the feeling of pit of dread that you can carry, it's mm-hmm. like, whoa. So um, that was just a way to commute to work. But you having, I know you're a huge photographer. You take amazing photos. Thank Cheyenne you. Cheyenne took amazing photos of me. Mm. Um, so I'm ever so grateful <laughs> it's really she has a gift for it it's she has this highlight of the soul I feel really comfortable taking photos with Cheyenne because she has this skill and presence about her um her tag is third eye shy and mm-hmm. her eye for perception is really really beautiful so I highly recommend checking her out yeah absolutely absolutely it's i think it's hugely due to your presence of being an open container and also would willing to see the person willing to relate to the person who you're taking photos of and mm-hmm. make that person comfortable so yeah yeah oh, thank you so much yeah. for saying all that like that's all like i hope to really like just like be a mirror and like show someone how beautiful and like loving they are you know what I mean and so like I'm just so grateful that like I know how to take pictures and like been blessed with like that gift but also like the opportunities to like harness that skill more in like in my own way like Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like really grateful like it's been so nice to flow back into like doing that lately and I'm like I'm excited to see how that'll unravel because I just really feel like I see like the beauty in everything and like I hope that I can make everyone else see and feel that a little bit because, like, you know, things can be, like, hard, you know? And, like, art can feel silly. Pictures can feel weird, especially in the moment. And, like, it's so important. Like, those little things are so important. Like, all the little tender, juicy moments in life are, like, what it's all about. And, like, if we just, like, hold on to some pictures, you know, of those beautiful moments or people, like, or yourself even, like, I just feel like... I don't know, just get you through a lot, at least personally, that's been my thing, and, like, I just hope to, any way I can aid anyone else's process of, like, getting through this journey, like, I, I want to do, that's all I'm trying to do here, you know? Wow. hmm I love hearing that you do, like, mm-hmm. you have this goal, and you actually achieve it, like, you really do make people comfortable, mm-hmm. you spoke of showing people beauty, mm-hmm. so the second part of that question is, what beautiful, harmonious event, event that caused more synchronicity, more... 
um, alignment and connectivity occurred in your life to lead you to this point. So we talked about the traumas and what you've yeah, overcome, yeah. but what about the the beauty? Oh, the beauty. Oh, man, what would that be exactly? Like just a beautiful event, or like yeah, like a event oh, that yeah. that you look back on and it makes you smile and it, mm. it kind of shifted your vibration to move in an even better way. Maybe a connection you've made. On oh, that's I feel like there's all of the connections, but like oh wow, I feel like what really broke me open though is like Satnam, like studio, oh, you know, like yeah. I don't know, Nam and like is so great, and like I've had a connection, you know, to her for such a long time that like she's somebody I like really trust, and I feel like I have like deep resonance with. So like I immediately like always feel like you know like she says like brave in her space, you know, yeah, and I always feel like. She sees me for who I am and like, you know, she has known me for a good amount of time. So like, I feel like she was one of the first people to make me feel safe in community. And I've, I've had like a few other like little inklings of that, but like, I feel like she's the first person that like, there's no like drop of like trauma bonding. And uh. it just, it feels like brave, you know, like I'm like stepping into my power and we're like doing new things and like having these new bonds and like moments and memories and like able to still hold space for like the past, but in like a current present way that's like actually healing. It's like, yeah. it feels like really beautiful. And I feel like, especially with what's going on in the world right now, like reintroducing myself to community the last few months, it's been beautiful in that space because I feel like they just do such an amazing job of like, yeah. anybody can come in there, I feel like. And if they're open to being around a lot of different people yeah. who are like spiritually connected, like they're going to love it, you know? And like, it's for any person. It's I, I just love it. I can't say enough good things about that yeah. space, you know? I, I love Satnam as well. You mentioned that it's for any person and that's, I was reading their mission statement and they say that like any, any gender or non-gender or associate gender, any color, any creed, any race, any, like they extensively go through a list of qualities that people like us would, uh, that are attracted mm -hmm. to and pretty much anyone on the planet earth would be attracted to because it's such an accepting space. So mm -hmm. I really love Namkar and Satya because they're <laughs> such cool people. Right. They're, uh, they're like, so blessed to know them. Yeah. They've taught me a lot about being more inclusive, mm. being more um, open to everyone. A lot of times I can be guarded around the people who I led into my circle, mm. but when you meet people that love as they do and, and open their space for all to, to come in and, and connect to community is really, really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like some people resonate for a little bit. Some people resonate for longer. And like, I think that's, what's cool. It's like, it is a place that you can flow in and out of because of that too. And like, yeah. sometimes that's how life is. And it's like, it's cool to have the containers where you can like, you have the space to evolve and like be held. And then like, you know, take up space from and then come back and you know it's still going to be like that loving, accepting environment. Yeah. You know, at yeah. least in my experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all native to something, you know. Everyone had to live off of the land at some point. Like, so we all were connected to spirit. We all got here. Yeah. So, like, I just, as much as that, like, it's a beautiful idea. Like, I, I know that there's, like, enough negative energies out there where that can't, <laughs> that can't be fully, like, the experience. But I'm hoping that, like, this conversation can happen more so we can strategize how we can make the world for you know our children which is the future to be more beautiful because like i already yeah. see so much change and like even just in gender yeah so like if race is the next thing we can like not even have that word because it's like where did that like what is what does that even yeah mean? what does that mean yeah, yeah. exactly like yeah. and that's just like 
that word was created just to like have all this separation and it's like I don't know there's so much going on in the world right now I'm excited to see like how a lot of ideas are going to evolve as we start to like love each other more I really I think that love is a revolution and I'm seeing so much love in the world right now like Uh every day and just even little moments like yeah I don't know maybe I'm just choosing to see that too like you know your perspective creates your reality it does and if you're choosing to see positive things then your reality is going to be more and more positive like a beautiful person in my life who keeps like saying like taking the role of the humble student and like I love that like yeah I want to be in that role forever like you know yeah. I feel like that's how you teach us being a student you know because like there's you never really fully know anyone or anything and like yeah. but you can kind of if you know that you don't you know exactly if you feel like you've already mastered a certain subject and you're not willing to change your perspective in different ways where you can see that oh actually I have and I didn't know everything that there was known about it, this blade of grass even exactly know? yeah no, right if i think i have a, a good picture of that mountain already i'm gonna stop taking pictures of it right oh it's wow. like kind of that idea but like wow. sometimes it's just like you just step over there and take a picture and it's like completely different so it's like maybe it's like just about doing the same thing differently or in a different place like there's always something new it's more expansive than we think yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. wow uh, I have a couple of word associations for mm. you. Are you ready for them? I'm ready. Sweet. Discipline. Discipline. Yeah. Mm. I First think dis- thing that comes to mind. I think of, like, the self-care things that, like, we don't want to do. Oh. You know? Yeah. Like, cleaning your room maybe sometimes. Yeah. I've learned to love that one, but, like, discipline for me is, like, but there's some, I feel like there's, like, a lot of modes in my life since being an artist where I've, like, had to do jobs still where I don't like, and I'm like, ah. I'm okay with being a starving artist, though, but I'm, like, in reality, like, to take care of myself at the most, like, let's just, like, get something that's, like, sustainable and, like, just, yeah. like, give myself stability because it's, like, being an artist is such a, such an interesting life, you know? Some months are amazing and other months I'm, like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like trusting and flowing with the universe. You're, you have photography, you mm-hmm. have other things that you're doing as well, but being in that flow must be a test of your practices a test of your mindset what you're willing to see yeah. a lot of things but i love what you said about discipline about being doing the self self-care rituals that you mm-hmm. don't want to do that's i've never heard of that before i really like that though. yeah well, was i feel like it comes it stems from like uh, i don't know if you know who this holistic psychologist is but like uh-huh. she's like reframing like therapy it's like self-healers uh-huh. it's like her whole thing and like she talks about reparenting and like part of that is like you know, like, you have to, like, have, like, rules with yourself, you know? And, like, those yeah. structures those structures or rules or whatever are different and individual, but it's, like, you know what you need and you know what you need to do to, like, attain that. And, like, there's this new idea that I, I, I can't remember where I got it from, but it was, like, this girl was sharing a story about how, like, um, how she resonates with her dad and the way he handles situations, but she's, like, mm-hmm. as she gets older, she's starting to realize, like, she really admires and is leaning more into the way that her mom handled situations and like she gave this uh like short story explanation of like when she was young like pushing i hate to genderize that i totally genderize that and i don't adhere to that at all so like i'm just saying that's just for story sakes those roles need to be dismantled completely i'm gonna make that statement real quick okay but thank you for thank you yeah because like i really don't but like just for like it's just like these two lines of like thinking because like i fall like you know, like, it doesn't matter what my gender is, but, like, I fall into the first category, which is, like, a re- more of a reactive thought. And it's, like, when she was a five, like, she spills the milk and, like, her father would, like, 
you know, be like, ah, like you spilled milk, like what, you know, like react and like say something. And then, you know, would be like, oh, we have to clean this and like go get a paper towel and give it to her and clean it. Whereas she said her mom handled situations more like she would knock over the milk and like her mom would just immediately have the paper towel ready or like would be grabbing it immediately, not Um, scolding her for like the mistake that a five-year-old would make, you know? And she was like, how often in my life do I like whine about a situation or like judge it or like, you know, analyze instead of just like grabbing the paper towel. And so it's like, how in your life in every moment when like something arises, good or bad, honestly, how can you grab the paper towel, you know? And like, that's what I'm always trying to do is like, and it makes me more present too, because it's like, there's so many things that come up in every situation, good and bad, you know, like, so it's like, where's the paper towel? Like, what do I need right now? What do they need if I'm in a situation with another person? Like, yeah, you know, what does the situation need? Where is there a spill? You know, maybe there's not a spill at all. You know, I'm just being... (laughs) That's, uh, we're going to circle, I, you said so, you say yeah. so many gems when you talk and I don't want to stop you, so I, le- Yo, I continue <laughs> to let you talk, but uh, we have to circle about what you said about uh, pro- activities that make you present. Mm. I want to talk about that, yeah. so if I forget, please remind me, yeah. but I have another word association for oh, you. Oh, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, motivation. What's the first thing that comes? Oh, motivation. <sighs> Is it weird that the first thing I think of is, like, love? Like, love motivates me. Like, if I really love something, like, it motivates me, whether it's, like, the task I'm doing or, like, the thing I'm working towards, the people I'm with, the project I'm working on, the idea I'm trying to create. Like, I don't know. Love is a motivation. I think that's my big motivator in life. I just, like, I just am always chasing, like, love in, like, all of my endeavors, you know? And, like, also trying to, like, show it and, like... I don't know. I think that, yeah, I think that's it. I, well, that's the, yeah. I feel like the highest good to, to seek for to motivate mm-hmm. you. It's not based off of um, greed or, yeah. or anything like that. But love is one of the purest things. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can admit and receive. So seeing that it's not status or fame or anything. Exactly. Really, I... Again, an answer I didn't expect. Really? But I love that. <laughs> love is a motive. When you think of motivation, you think of love. I mean, when I'm the most passionate and, like, intensely going towards something, it's usually out of love. And, like, almost all the beautiful synchronistic stuff in my life has come out of love. And, like, if I'm doing something not out of love, what is it out of? You know? That's a good question for myself. Wow. Know? That's and a good question for me. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I love, I love everyone in my life and I feel so blessed. Mm-hmm for all every individual connection in my life and I feel like if you don't feel that way then like you got some love lacking in your life and it's like are you opening yeah. are you opening to receive it are you open to giving it like what's going on yeah. like stop repressing love please yeah you know that's I think that's what I'm here to like remind people and myself always you know I think yeah. maybe we're all here to remind each other that in different ways that's what you know yeah. that's why we all love so differently do you feel like I love hearing you talk about love I love love yeah uh-huh. do you so you feel like promoting it, sharing it more, mm-hmm. being open to it more. What does that look like? Does that look like telling people you love them? Does that oh, look yeah. like acts of, oh, really? Yeah. So just your friends, your your family. Yeah, my family. Like, I, I feel like sometimes people get freaked out that I say it, like, too much. Like, uh. like I, I always say to my friends, I always like to, like, and it's not like, I don't, I don't think I easily say it at all, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't take, it's not a word that I take lightly, but it's also not a word that I, like, I'm afraid of saying whatsoever. Like, I love really deeply by default. Like, I've had a lot of people tell me, like, you feel just, like, so heavily. Like, I want to be like that. And it's, like, I'm just really blessed for, like, the mom that I had because she just really created the space for me to, like, feel safe. Like, 
giving and receiving love within our relationship. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, like, she's really always just embodied, like, the idea of, like, loving everyone, like, truly, like, deeply. Like, my mom, like, really, like, lives that. And, like, she's my hero. So, like, I'm really blessed to have been raised by her because, like, that's just, like, melded into all of my life. Like, all of my life. Like, literally every everything. And it's, like, yeah, I don't know how people live without love. I don't understand what that looks like, you know? It's life force. It's motivation yeah. for mm-hmm. you, you know? Exactly. I, like I feel that. like I am love, like, an embodiment, you know? And that's wow. why I love that I'm a photographer. It's, like, I can, like, show people what I see, which is such intense beauty. Like, that's what, like, put me towards art and photography was, like, mm-hmm. oh, just, like, I have all this love that I feel like other people are like, what is that? And I'm like, yeah. here it is, you know? Like, at least I'm trying to do that. Like, that's, like, my life mission is, like, I really hope I can make someone feel, like, the love, you know, that I have. Or maybe everyone, hopefully, a little piece of it, you know? Yeah. Because it's overabundant, that's for sure, you know? Yeah. I love that philosophy. It's not in lack. It's overabundant, mm-hmm. and everyone has it within them. Saying it to your friends, that that's a practice I've been getting into as well. That's interesting to feel contraction within myself contraction with others with it Mm -hmm. to kind of change the whole paradigm of love because it it does have a couple of different paradigms for a couple of different people exactly yeah and opening to all sources is strong was it tough for you to do that well you said it's by default so you've kind of well i feel like i you know it's also like being queer like it's also been an interesting journey for me because it's like you know like that's, you know, a huge part of like my love. And then, like, you know, a lot of people that I've come across have, like, just don't agree with the way that I love. And it's just, like, or think it's, yeah. like, you know, like, just, like, this disgusting, disturbing thing. And to me, it's, like, I'm one of the most tender people ever. Like, I don't really, like, sexualize a lot. Like, I just, like, just, I just really love, like, feminine energy. And I just think wow. it's, like, you know, like, that's, uh, I don't know. I feel, like, just, like, so connected to it. And, like, you can't, ex- I can't explain it. It's just, like, I'm yeah. so in love with that. And, like, there's also, like... I also feel like the energy that, like, I love in that way is, like, just such an energy. It's not even genderized. Wow. So it's, like, but it is a feminine energy sometimes. I don't know. It's just, it's, like, the more, the more that I'm, like, non-repressed in love, it's, like, I don't, it's, like, none of those things matter. They just come up, you know, with alongside love. And then, like, the more that I'm, like, I feel like I've been in solitude and with, like, with intention, like, not, you know, having romantic relationships for years and, like, you know, it's turned me... And to seeing my friendships as, like, romantic relationships and like, such yeah. a platonic, beautiful way. And, like, also seeing, like, your sack girl and, like, sexual energy is, like, creative energy, like, purely. Yeah. You can manifest with that. And, like, that's, I don't know, that's so powerful to, like, be, like, seeing what other things, other than sex, you can, like, tra- like put that energy into and transmute things through. And, like, I don't yeah. know, it's just been a whole, that just, like, really opened me up to, like, seeing, like, love as a verb and, like... Yeah. Just living completely in love, like, with everyone. And then, you know, I'm just excited to see how all my relationships will form moving forward, you know? Because I still really believe, like, there's, like, that sacred space for, like, partnership, too, you know? As much as, like, I do love everyone, like... But I also think that's so individual. And, like, that's what's so beautiful is, like, when we are living in that harmony and synchronicity, like, you know? Just having soul family, like, has really taught me that, like, you know? Because I love my family, like, my blood, but, like... You know, there's always been that, like, disconnect. We're all interested in, like, way different things. But, like, the people that have, like, the same interests and, like, get lit up by the same things as you and, like, want to create art pieces with you. And, like, that that energy is something. And, like, that's something special. And it's 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 important to be named, to be expressed, yeah. you know, cherished. And, like, 
like, I don't know, my friends are my family and they're always going to be like the most important thing. I don't see any borders in that. I, that's village mentality. That's native. Yeah. To me, like everyone is family. Like, you know, and I feel like people are like, oh, that's so hippie. Like, blah, blah, blah. like don't take care of your house, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you, you know, there's partnership. There is that, but it's like, I don't know. There's like village mentality. I really think global village is like a whole thing. Like in Philly, there's this like group called global village and it's like, yeah, global village mentality is like what we should be striving for. I really believe that. Yeah. As a whole global scale, we're all, we're all together here. Mm -hmm. We're all family here. Exactly. And that's why I kind of do want the the cultural appropriation to not, to be like, you know, that, that issue to be like figured out because it's like, we can't, some people can't use the word tribe, but it's like, those ideas yeah. are powerful. Like, yeah. Like, what if we had tribe instead of government? Like, wild idea. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I like uh, that. I like that a lot. I have heard that it does offend some people, mm-hmm. but I think that if we if we bring heritage out to everyone, then they can all be a lot stronger. Like you said t- at the beginning, kind of tap into your lineage, mm-hmm. tap into your roots. There are, of course, bad appropriations of tribe in a marketing sort of sense oh definitely but if you are going to the core of what tribe means which is community which is people invested within you like not even community well yeah community because family like truly doing loving your 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 neighbors your friends all of them and that is tribe I think the whole point in the laugh here is that, like, we're not supposed to have all these separations. Like, even, like, indigenous people here, like, they want to teach, like, settlers the knowledge. And, like, yeah. we're, we've come this far. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's, like, I just feel like there's, like, so much more beautiful ways to get to that, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's just, like, people educating themselves and, like, uh, there's just so much. There is so much work to be done, you know? So, yeah. like even within myself too, I have to decolonize myself. And that's, I feel like that's the first step is like once everyone starts taking that accountability and like mm-hmm. having these conversations and like being okay with like, you know, finding like know your roots, you know, like, yeah. what does that even mean to you? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully people will be just be sparked to be more spiritually connected. I'm actually kind of hoping this whole like pandemic is going to like spark people. It's, it definitely has gotten me deeper in my practices and me looking at my life with more clarity of like what do I actually like what really matters to me and it's like I feel like that's love for me you know just period and it's like yeah. so thankful I'm in this community <laughs> so since COVID did happen you had more time to just be with yourself mm-hmm. to understand your yourself a lot better and kind of embrace back into spirit which you're already channeling yeah a lot of <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of channeling and, and messages mm-hmm. if the entire planet took a moment to listen to you what would you say to it if you had a receptive audience, the people that wanted to listen to you, what would you say? Ooh, mm, there's so many things I would say, but I think an idea that I would want people to sit with is that the part of yourself who wants to change who you inherently are, like the part of you who doesn't like accept your nature is the part of yourself that needs to change. nothing else in you is wrong like it's just a part of you that's not accepting you and letting that letting you research your lineage or letting you be wild or explore someone else's culture because it resonates heavily or like I don't know being a little queer one day dressing like a man one day even though you feel like a woman I don't know there's just so many conditions and you know all those things so like just like don't judge yourself for the things that you feel called to like 
judge yourself for judging yourself. Like that's I think wow. that's what I would try to do. <laughs> you know? Wow. But also like don't do bad things. Like you yeah. can twist that saying and yeah. use it wrong. You know what I mean when I'm saying like, <laughs> let like your true beautiful nature come out. Don't true. judge it. Beautiful nature wouldn't be a nature that would harm people. It would bring forth beauty within the person and within mm-hmm. the environment. So I totally do understand. I'm glad that you did clarify that, but I understand what you mean yes. by that. Beautiful nature. <laughs> well, and destruction is in nature too. So like, I mean, yeah. if something ugly comes out, that's that's real, you know? Yeah. I think volcanoes are beautiful, you know? Some people are terrified of them and don't want them to exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the take of polarity there. Um, right. Hey, it's beautiful, but volcanoes are really gorgeous as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Like, one of my good friends is Lava, and, like, uh-huh. she talks about in her music, like, a lot of that. It's, like, she's, like, a destructive creative force, and it's, like, what uh, is that? And that's, like, uh, that's feminine energy, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. the birthing process in general is just, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I know you, you've you gone through that. You, I mean, not you, yeah. but, like, you've experienced <laughs> that, and, like, that's a portal. That's, like... You know, that's pain. You can't, that's like you're looking God in the eye, like life is happening. Like, you know, you can't run from that experience, you know? So like, I feel like, you know, her whole album really made me see how like, there's like so much beauty in the breakdown. I actually have that tattooed on my arm. Oh, beauty in the breakdown? There's beauty in the breakdown. Wow. And like, you know, from chaos comes clarity, you know? Yeah. So just like hold on (laughs) during that stuff, you know? Yes. That's what I keep telling myself right now too, with everything (laughs) in the world. (laughs) Yeah, there's chaos after the clarity. It's like, and my tattoo is like a skull with like roses growing out of it, you know? And it's just like, I don't know, I just love that clarity and it's like, I feel like in the spiritual world too there's always like this love and light but there's also like you know people talk about the shadow but I feel like what they don't really talk about is like like you know what is the shadow and I feel like it's different for everyone else but like yeah. that's what it is and there's beauty in the breakdown like these painful moments you're like non like the more you don't repress these painful moments in your life the more you're not going to repress the beautiful loving like radiant moments in your life too yeah. and like you can't be scared to like be transparent about it feel it fully be in the ugly be an yeah. amateur mess up but, like, that's just as beautiful as, like, the moments where you're shining and, like, in love and, like, feeling like your highest self. Like, it's just as important. Actually, just as beautiful. And, like, when you're starting to, like, in the right communities, like, it feels the same kind of sometimes, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's huge. I'm a huge devotee of Shiva and Shiva Shakti mm. consciousness is all about transmuting um, the the end, the death, into a new beginning to mm-hmm. the Pandava, the Shiva stance at the end of the universe and Kali as well. Yeah. So just from my yogic background as well, I love what you said there about... I, I tend to be uh, almost like Pollyanna in my positivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, oh, it's all good, it's all good. But it's all good, yeah. I love how you brought the volcano in there and about mm-hmm. how, hey, there is beauty in the breakdown. There's clarity after the chaos. So... It, whatever may come through if you do let that part of yourself out as you mentioned like what's your message it's like love yourself that part of you that you don't want to accept the beautiful part or the ugly part yeah I like that because I feel like a lot of people I myself resonate with well what if I completely expose my soul in something a uh, creepy crawly comes out uh-huh. and what if it's not a magnificent butterfly or a swan yeah so. or what if you just like completely break down and like you're in that cocoon forever and it's just like oh, this wow. ugly fucking mess you know <laughs> I don't know and it's like I mean we could bring it back to the lotus too you know growing through the moon oh. or like diamonds only form you know and yeah. under pressure it's like all those yeah. things so real so cheesy but I love cheese <laughs> it's all truth you know like yeah. 
I think transmutation is just like the most important thing, like just to like think about the butterfly process and like as humans we go through that more than once. Like mm-hmm. I think when you limit yourself to like yo, you can come down back to cocoon phase all the time, you know, like and that's what Gaia does. That's what the Earth does. Like uh-huh. and like different regions all the time. Like we're always seeing all these weather fluctuations and seasons, and like we have that too. You know, you got to flow with your seasons. <laughs> wow. You can, it's safe to go back in the cocoon. Yeah. I highlight a, that in my brain, too. Yeah, you can rebuild a new cocoon anytime. Wow. Like, always clip your wings off and make new ones. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you want 10 Reason, this time. Yeah. Maybe you <laughs> don't want any wings. You just want, like, a hard shell. I don't know. I just feel like being multidimensional and fluid is, like, the, the key for, at least personally, like, what I resonate yeah. with, like... Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, what character of Cheyenne am I today? Like, I'm always Cheyenne, but, like, what character am I presenting to people? And, like, what experience am I creating for myself today? Like Speaking of dimensions, mm-hmm. uh, there's <laughs> a lot of talk of, of 5D, of ascension, of mm. moving into... Um, in certain circles, it's nine dimensions. In certain circles, it's 13. In some, there's probably more than that. Yeah, right. Uh, but whatever, however many dimensions there are, do you think it's all about... Uh, transcending into the next dimension? Are we supposed to be shooting for the fifth, or what's what's happening with the dimensions? Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like there's so many like concepts on that, and like the way that I, like the way that I understand it is like like actually one of my really good friends, Bra, like he like brought this idea to me through something really random. I actually asked him his opinion on chemtrails, oh. and he looked at the sky like perplexed for a minute and like about it you know yeah and he's like one of my more cerebral intellectual friends i would say like we can have like real deep conversations and play in some ideas that like most people wouldn't hold i feel like yeah and he looked at the sky and he he threw me so hard he was like i don't really have one because i've never really like experienced a chemtrail like in my present reality and i like loved that idea like i just you know everyone has a conspiracy theory on something and like i like there's nothing wrong or right about that but it was just like i didn't expect that answer i was i was like expecting him to like be like oh yeah blah, blah, or like oh no like i don't know i don't really care so but he was like that wasn't in my present reality so i don't i can't give you an honest opinion because i don't have one and i was like yeah wow that's so cool what if we just like like what if i'd reframed things that way to where i was like really just interacting with the things that were present with me. You know, we dream wow. of all of these things and, like, we see other people's experiences, but it's, like, you know, like, there's so, it's also so much going on in the world right now, currently. Like, there's a lot of talk about, like, what is your role in the revolution? I think that it's important to be in your present reality, like he was saying. Like, yeah. I can think about chemtrails all day because I see them, but, like, they're not on the ground with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, as much as I... Like, even talking about the appropriation thing, like... Yeah. You know, it's, like, the same kind of, like, thing. It's, like, as much as I love, I can see the 5D reality, which would be, like, this higher, like, love and light. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But, like, I can't just be, like, oh, yeah, like, everybody, like, should be allowed to lock their hair and, like, wear a head wraps no matter where you're from and, like, you know, like, have powwows in their front yard and, like, no matter who you are, you should... And I actually really do believe that, but I also know that that's, like, triggering and, like, not fair to the culture... Like, people who aren't still able to celebrate their culture and, all like, all over. So yeah. it's, like, how do we create new earth while also being in the 3D, you know what I mean? So it's, like, yeah. I do love... I love so much the idea of just, like, elevation and building and, like, you know, we're constantly evolving, shifting, changing, but, like, I think it's spiritually bypassing when we're not going to be in the 3D, like... Oh, I'm not gonna adhere to like all these systems that are right here, and I understand. Like, I I literally moved into my van so I could like be as far from capitalism as possible. <laughs> yeah. But when I come into like when I actually am making the imprints, it's like 
the only way to break the matrix is from inside of it and like we all have a different role oh and that's the tangent i was getting on (laughs) with the like everything that's going on in the world it's like it's so easy to point the finger right now yeah you're not doing this you're not that but it's like what about pointing the finger at yourself like where do you resonate like what like there is so much pandemonium in the world right now good and bad and like I will argue it is good and bad because, like, it just made me look at my own life, like, so much and, like, really just not take anything for granted, you know? Um, And, like, see, where is my role? Where am I the most helpful? Like, where is this the most useful? What's working for me? What's not working for me? What's not working in my communities? Like, you know, like, what are all these systems? And, like, just, like, being a listener, being the humble student, you know? Like, there's just so much to learn right now. And, like, there's just, uh, like, I feel like... Going into that 5D mindset, I just, like, I honestly dislike it. It's, like, my books mm. spiritually bypassing love and light. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, like, we're in the 3D. Like, I could, we could pull those energies down, but to try to, like, always be, like, going somewhere, somewhere else it just seems odd to me, you know? Yeah. I think we were put in this 3D experience for a reason. And, like, maybe we can enter, the, you know, like, talk about those other ideas. But I also, like, I feel like people talk, I'm in the 5 I'm already living in 5D. And I'm like... <laughs> Bro, just because you, like, have your $10,000 water filter and can afford to do yoga every day and, like, you live in Southern California, or maybe you don't. Maybe you just are abundant because, like, your life has just worked out for you. Like, there's people who have been through deep trauma and, like, aren't where you're at and it's not it's not because they don't have a good vibration or they're not, like, aligned. It's because, like, their life is different than yours and yeah. they're, they don't have as many tools. Their life doesn't isn't as useful and it's, like, that doesn't say anything about anyone and, like, I'm really, I'm sick of the gatekeeping like mm. in the spiritual community honestly uh-huh. and like i'm like i'm really like blessed to be connected to people who, who aren't doing that anymore it's like not everything needs to be monetized and that's like another yeah. colonization you know and like and i think that, that there's true healing to be done like those people people who don't have abundance doesn't mean anything doesn't mean they're not aligned because it's like what what is their life maybe they have a ton of channels that their abundance is flowing in and out of like there's just there's so many layers and spirituality is like we haven't been taught to prioritize that so people like doesn't make someone less more or less spiritual in my mind whether or not they're doing all these things and spending all their abundance on these spiritual tools like that person could be more spiritual than me have you sat down and talked to them like i just feel like i the spiritual world put me off for a long time because of that energy you know so like and i feel like that comes hand in hand with the whole like 5d 16 i'm like no people are oppressed right now that's real too you 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 can raise your vibration as much as possible but if there's you know if there's a neighborhood that's next to you that's like completely racist and just bullshit person and like wants to make your life shit like that is not because you are meditating enough and i'm i'm like sick and i'm tired of hearing that just because i didn't pay you 500 dollars for your reiki class doesn't mean that i'm (laughs) not able to do reiki until i do that yeah it doesn't mean that i like have a problem i'm not tapped into my abundance that doesn't mean that it means that like i don't put my abundance in just money yeah you know why is it triggering to you that I don't want to give you my money? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, yeah. why is it triggering to you that I'm not happy right now? Like, yeah. You know, I can feel the whole full spectrum of the like ex- human experience, whether I'm like abundant or not abundant, in pain, in love. Like, yeah. You know, like, I think the less judgment and like, you know, like being present, like 3D, being in the 3D, like it's all here, yeah. be in your body. Like, yeah. Let's, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love being yeah. present. That's another huge topic that I'm always monologuing and meditating about. I want to know from you, what uh, what do you do to, you mentioned that a couple of times. I'm so happy you reminded me of it. Mm. What do you do to, I meditate a bunch mm-hmm. to stay present for me. Sometimes that's tough for people to get into, which mm-hmm. I totally understand. What do you do to, to stay present? Do you meditate? Do you do... Well, like, what's your practice? I, I feel like I have a, a, 
I have a, a jumble of practices that I feel like I interchange and um, expression for me is a, a good tool. So like I love like talking in general oh, really? used to be a, a meditative part, but not with like that's transformed. Like I'm going somewhere with that like I like freestyling by myself. That's like a form of meditation for me. It's like so only because I've opened up that channel to myself, but it's like. I love meditating. I love breath play. And those are two things I've already kind of med- mentioned. Yeah. I love yoga and like moving my body, but like an actual really powerful and like unique to me practice is like, I love skateboarding oh. like so much. Like that's how I get to places. And like, yeah. I love hip hop. Like, Ooh, it resonates yeah. with my soul so deeply. And like, I got to live in Philly, like so blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of the most talented producers and musicians and like rappers Whoa. out there. Like I can say that for a fact. And like most of them are coming from Philly. Like shout out to Philly. That city needs more recognition. If you're listening to this right now, like uh-huh. Philly's underground art community is like the whole world needs to tap into it because that's true community. That's true love and it's true expression. And it's like nothing else I've ever seen. Like that's why it's so hard to leave. Yeah. You know, um, so music, like freestyling and skateboarding, I do it together because it's like movement and like, I don't know, I get in this like trance when I'm skateboarding where I'm like, I just like really feel like on top of the world when I skate. Like, yeah. And like, it's taken a long time for me to like have the courage to skate as like a female everywhere, you know? And it was actually like when I was in Philly that like the female skate community is awesome. Like there's, there's girls skating all, all over and it's like supported and appreciated. And it's like, I don't know. I just like felt like for the first time ever, like I wasn't being watched all the time at the skate parks and I was like, I skated everywhere and it's just like, was cool to do that. And like, I keep doing that and like, it's become such a powerful practice. If I'm upset and I skate somewhere, I'm like, I'll get there and I'm like, wow, that's that. Like, you know? And then like, you know, I've, I've wanted to like start freestyling more and more. That's like a dream of mine, low key, like, you know, mm-hmm. making that music and like, yeah. it's something I haven't really let myself fully embody, but like, I've been really working on that as I've had more like, you know, like beautiful friends from Philly, like I was saying, like, yeah. I'm like, wow, like they really made me feel like by, by seeing me and like me seeing them, like, yo, we're mirrors. And like, I was like, wow, like I can't do this. I'm like, I have. And it's like, you know, I have things to say. Clearly, I'm talking so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're so, supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I just feel like, I don't know, there's, like, a lot of mantras I create for myself and stuff. And, like, I'm around beautiful friends who, ha- like, are creating music that, like, I've wanted my whole life. And I'm, like, music's been my whole life since the beginning. So, it's, like, being able to just freestyle on my own, even and not sharing it, has been, like, a really powerful yeah. for me. Like, it's just, like, I transmute. I'm getting something out. And, like, obviously something will come up. Like, I'll put a beat on that I like. And, like, I'll just feel something. I'm, like... Yeah. I'm a really, like, I feel things really deeply all the time from everything, so... I... Yeah. Both of those mm-hmm. are... I love skating myself. Mm-hmm. It does put you in a really mm-hmm. flow mind state, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing that moving... That's what yoga is. It's a moving mm-hmm. meditation, so it sounds like you really connect to uh, body-oriented practices, but then also just flowing in an unconscious flow rather than keeping, you know, creativity inside of you. You let it have an expression as a form of meditating, so creating art in the way of lyrics and poetry and even freestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's super, super cool. I don't know, but I want to, I want to hold space to where like mm-hmm. I can give myself like more opportunity to be in community freestyling. Ooh. Cause I do it in the bathtub, like by myself or like in my yeah. van or like I'm yeah. always by myself and it's like hard for me to get into that like same yeah. flow. But then it's like, I it's like, it's such a cool journey that I get to go through. Cause it's like, yeah. I don't know, just, like, shows me where I'm at with, like, my self-love and, like, my insecurities and, like, how do I show up in spaces, you know? Yeah. If I'm not able to, like, fully express that, like... So I want to do, like, ciphers or something around Portland, you know? Because I feel like everyone can freestyle and, like, it might not be great, but it's, like, what's going to come out, you know? Like, that's just, like, 
oh, I feel like that's, it's like a meditating, you know, like you always, I feel like I'm always shocked by like, even with breath work, like what's mm. going to come up, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> what really is, is it going to be, is it going to be like you mentioned, like, uh, beautiful mountain or volcano what's exactly. gonna come up in that right but i'm just yeah. never afraid of it i'm always excited to see that view you know like yeah what's gonna come up in the situation or in this relationship or this moment like i like i feel like you know also like i have dealt with a lot of chronic pain in my life and i feel like i've been mm. like really blessed with that experience because like i don't repress the painful moments there's moments where i'm like kind of but it's like yeah. i almost always lean into feeling it fully and i feel like that's like the key because you know i feel like i've said it a couple of times like you know you've don't repress love like the more you don't repress the pain you like aren't repressing love too and it's like you're opening up to feel both like more heavily and people are always like Cheyenne you feel so much and it's because it's like yo it's because I'm not afraid of the full spectrum like I'll cry really hard yeah like over like you know something sad happening just as much as like falling in love like oh like falling in love definitely is like the number one thing that makes me cry I think you know oh yeah and then also like oh Mudita have you ever heard of that no it's like pure empathetic joy Oh, and like I feel that so deeply. Like Uh ah, like (laughs) I just get so lit up for other people. Oh, you know. (laughs) And I like when I learned that phrase, I was like, yes, like mudita. Oh, I'm gonna keep that. Mm -hmm. That's so wonderful. Right, (laughs) pure empathetic joy. Wow. When I think of empathy, it almost gives me a somber sort of mm. thing like empathy like oh i feel for all of the the weight of the sorrows oh and yeah the right time of existence and uh seeing the wide range of almost negative emotions but uh, mudita gives empathy a completely different light for me yeah to be like what about empathetic like I, like I, I am happy for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but that phrase "empathetic joy" takes it to a whole another level exactly. in a really cool way. Yeah, like there's yeah. nothing I love more than like seeing people in, in love. Like I have so many friends who are in divine partnerships, and it's like yeah. I like see their photos together, and I'm just like, oh my god, that's so beautiful! Like, I'm so happy for you. Like you yeah. deserve that. Yeah. Yes, and it's like that's like I feel like that's like the first thing that like started turning me into. I'm like, wow, that's like yeah, like. Yeah. That's a thing, you know? Uh, and now I, I see it all. I try to, like, I'm like, wow, I feel that in everything. Like, your coffee is good? Like, yes, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Why not? You know, it's a little yeah. silly. It's, like, yeah. easier on some days than other days. But, like, I, when I can lean into it, like, yeah. that makes life so much more fun. I love that book. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, like, really, it's pure joy, happiness for people. Uh, key sort of returning quality that I've noticed while speaking with you is that you're motivated by love you mm-hmm. love people fully um you you just have this really embodiment of love in a really cool way like it, it, it's been brought up every, in almost every subject but in a different way yeah which no, i think exactly. is really cool seeing all of the languages that you love in mm. the way that you love the land the way that you love yourself and love your community as well, your tribe and, and all of it. So um, and I'm always learning to love more, you know. Wow. Every person loves differently and like I feel like everyone has a tool to like, you know, give me yeah. in that in that realm too. Yeah. Thank you so much for seeing me and like uh-huh. you know, like being a mirror, you know, for beauty and like mm-hmm. radiance and like just like pure love and acceptance. Cause like there's a reason mm-hmm. that you like love that and see that in me and it's just because it's you, you know? We're just wow. mirrors. So like Thank you for, like, seeing that and, like, letting it be a thing. And just, like, I feel like it blossoms more around you. And I just, I, oh, wow. I'm, like, so grateful to have more people in my experience who are, like, 
holding space to like give and receive love like crazy yeah uh, that's the world yeah. i want to be in <laughs> radicalized i love it you yes. know like yes it's a way to be i oh. swear revolu- the true revolution is love period yeah. like people have been saying that forever but like i'm gonna keep saying it <laughs> <laughs> well i know we do an outro uh in honor of shiva or krishna or mm. one of our ancestors so is there any sort of like there's a common namaste that said mm. there's um aho awesome that said is there a certain exit that you would like to to share a closing even if that's like hey i love you or oh hmm. let's see there's so many there's so yeah many. <laughs> yeah i really like this one that's like it's totally someone else's like mantra but it's like oh man What's her name? I think it's Activation Vibration is her name. Her okay. name's Heather, but her, her mantra is like, everything is always working out, best case scenario. Oh. You know? I don't know if yeah. that works. Does that work the same? It's that works like, the namaste. same. Yeah. But it's every- like, that's what I tell myself like all the time. Like, everything's yeah. working out, best case scenario. I like that. You know? I feel like that's also really like relevant to right now. Yeah. You know? Like, what's happening is working out for our best case. You know, like, choose to see the perspective that mm-hmm. this event is serving for your development and better. I love yeah, that. It's kind of like Ashe, like Aho, like, yeah. whatever you want to, like, to me, it's like the same idea, like, ah, uh-huh. like, just accepting all things. Accept you know? the flow. The flow is there to benefit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. Well, hey, thank you for tuning in. Everything is working out for the best case scenario. Aho matakwe asan. Om namah shivaya. Namaste. Mm. <laughs>